Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Chief Genius. And again, as always, we are back with episode 73 of the... Shoot that shit. All right. Get the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. As always, I am your founder, creator, host. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day because I know I had a long, long-ass day today. It's about to hit midnight. I want to drop this gem of a podcast to you guys. This is going to be episode 73. It's going to be entitled Barbara Kiros. That's going to be our special guest later on for today's podcast, yo. I know you guys have been wondering what's going on with the exclusive podcast, the exclusive audio, and this is what it is, y'all. Every time you listen to this audio, you're going to get exclusive content here. Um, we have video format now at all, um, I guess, social media outlets. Make sure you follow us on the STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. We're out here trying to really take this podcast to the next level and i'm really really proud of everybody make sure you con- you find us on youtube now sts podcast 661 excuse me on youtube and all- as always we're on anchor apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you can find your favorite podcast y'all the STS podcast is going to be on there, and we're making a lot of moves right now. We're getting exclusive content, more on video format, audio format, and just for everybody who listens to us on the audio, on the audio podcast formats, you're going to get stuff that you're not going to hear on the video pods. I think on the video pods, we're only going to release the interview parts, the interview portions of the of the podcast. Y'all. Again, as always, nothing's going to change. We are here to shoot the shit, and I can't. Man, I can't thank enough our returning listeners. Our returning listeners come every week for the past 72 weeks, and now you're here for the 73rd episode. And again, we're nothing without the without the returning listeners, and you guys really show these new listeners what we're about. And I want to thank all the new listeners to the STS Podcast. Welcome to the show. Again, I am your host, creator, Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. We're located here in Bakersfield, California, and we're just trying to do something different. We're trying to show that... um. You know, consistency is, you know, going to do what we got to do. I do got a new shirt. It's called the Vital Four. Execution, consistency, perseverance, and luck. Those four things are everything you need to succeed in this world and business and life. Make sure we keep grinding, y'all. STS podcast shirts are available. Hoodies are available. And it's a it's a crazy time in the field right now, y'all. I'm, I know that, um, you know, we just got our stimulus checks. I hope everybody's spending it wisely, saving it wisely. Um, everybody's at a pitch high. Our morale is going up a little bit in, in the in the world right now. And I'm um, just glad to be a part of your, you know, I'm really glad to be a part of what you got going on on the daily. I want to give a big shout out to my guy After. He was our guest last week on episode 72. Really, really means a lot. Hip hop artists. We got a lot of great views. Episode 71 did some great numbers with my guy JB. Episode 70 did some great numbers with Rosie Duenas, Cassandra Barone, and Yoranda Wright. And Mrs. Duenas actually got put up for, um, is nominated for the Teacher of the Year for the Bakersfield City School District. So we got some great names here. And today, we got Barbara Kiro. She's a jiu-jitsu warrior. She actually has her first, she has a super fight tomorrow. I want you guys to check her out. She's an inspiration um, warrior. 
And let me see what else we got here. You know, I'm always blanking out, man. I know we're going on the fly right now. It's almost midnight. I am spent, y'all. We it, it's been a crazy week. I know we have so many things going on with um this COVID, and you know we got vaccinations going at a um they're getting released right now. We just got another criteria open, so we're trying to knock everything out. We're trying to get healthy. We're trying to make sure we stay safe, y'all, and make sure we we're staying safe here with the STS podcast again. You can't go wrong with the sts podcast we are here we're here to grind we're here to you know do what we have to do to get through the day and we have an advocate warrior and inspiration to help us get through this podcast today this is going to be episode 73 episode 73 i can't believe we've done 72 so far y'all and we got some great guests coming up for the next two three weeks we got a lineup coming and you know i know it's been a, we have a little delay with the podcast right now um, but man, when you shoot, edit, format your own video podcast, it takes a little bit of time away from the audio side of it. And I really miss this part of it, man. I really just, I really miss, um, just talking to the mic and just kind of having a little bit of a therapy session, man. Uh, it's going to be a great podcast today. I really hope you guys enjoy it tomorrow. Big day in my family. We could just start now. We could just start talking about what we got going on now. Tomorrow, my sister's in the game. Eloped, married, whatever you want to call that. Big day tomorrow for the Katrina's household. Uh, you know, yesterday we had a dinner with my dad and um, the kids and whatnot. Her kids, my stepmom, my girlfriend, my brother, uh, my sister. It was her last night as a Katrina's. Last dinner as a Katrina's. And, um, man, it's real surreal, real fun. Um, good times, my sister. Mother of four. Uh, my cuñado's a good guy. I know he takes care of. He's going to take care of his family. And um, I'm really excited for what their future has in store. You know, this is a long time coming. They've been together since they were kids, y'all. And um, I'm sure the road for them wasn't easy. I'm not even sure what the fucking road looks like. You know, we're not that. I'm not that guy. But, you know, it's going to be a good time. And we're going to be surrounded by love and family. And uh, that's what we're going to embark on tomorrow. We're going to Las Vegas tomorrow. And hopefully we have some good news about the podcast. We can take, you know, we have a little recap. Um, I know my sister does listen to, you know, to some of these podcasts. So, Chloe, really, really excited for you, sis. And um, I love you so much. You're a great mom. I know you're going to make a great wife. You're a great woman. You're one of my best friends. And this is the day I, man, you know, I'm about to be 30. I'm 30 now. Goddamn, about to be. I am 30. So now I'm, you know, see my sister getting married. This is, um, it's surreal. But it was something that, you know, we knew it was going to happen eventually one day. I knew this is something that she really wanted to, um, she wanted to marry her man. So um, I'm glad I could be their support. I'm glad I could be a part of it. Glad we could be there to um, share this special day with the kids. You know, we love our nephews and nieces. Our nephews and niece. Um, happy birthday to Miss Abrielle. Turned three years old, y'all. My niece is so beautiful. She's so she's so smart. She's her own little person, and uh, she turned three today. So they're in Vegas right now, partying up for her. Uh, really, really so. Can't believe I'm an uncle. I never knew I was gonna have a niece. You know, I never really envisioned that. I knew I had nephews, but my niece has been. Uh, gosh, she's so unique, so special. She's so, uh, she knows she's adorable too, so she's spoiled rotten, and um, I'm really excited to spend, see them tomorrow, man, I'm really, you know, really excited to spend time with my family, and uh, we'll see what happens, man, so again, 
shout out to Clarissa. Uh, Clarissa and Juan, they're going to tie the knot tomorrow. We're going to be live in Vegas. And, I'm, I'm, man, don't know. I might cry tomorrow. I'm sure I will. And um, I just want to get right. And uh, speaking of getting right, y'all, we're going to get right. We have a sponsor for this podcast. Episode 73 is sponsored by Coco Glow by M. Ladies, this is particularly for you. And I'm sure there's some fellas in the world right now who like to get tanned. But ladies, I'm speaking to you right now. Coco Glenn is a a spray. Yeah, it's a spray tanning specialist. And it happens to be my mother. So make sure you guys support y'all. We are sponsored by Coco Glow by M. Ladies, get your tan game right. This is going to take you to the next level. This is an elite tanning specialist. Here to fulfill your needs, y'all. It's low. It's, it's it's not the most expensive thing in town. It's affordable. And, again, you have to get your tan right. And if you mention the STS podcast, you get two tans, right? The third one, you get for free. So you're going to get three tans for the price of two when you mention the STS podcast when you book with Coco Glow by M. If you want to know more information about Coco Glow by M, stop by. Coco, Coco Glow by M is actually located. Let me give you guys the information here. So sorry about that. It's going to be located at 612 18th Street. Again, that's 612 18th Street inside the Get Nailed Beauty Bar. And that's going to be Coco Glow by M. Spray Tanning Specialist. That's our sponsor for the STS Podcast Episode 73. Get your tan right, ladies. I, I, summertime's coming. I know that there's... um. You want to look right for the beach. You want to look right for your men during the summertime. Springtime's approaching. It's getting a little warm. We're going to be out in the open now. Make sure you get your tan today with Coco Glow by M. And yo, let me tell you guys, this first week back at school, man. I'm you know I work at Highland. It's been challenging. It's been quite uh, the f- fucking adjustment. I'm so tired, man. It's um you know we grinding. We gotta be now before we used to wake up at eight, be in class by eight thirty. No more of that. We gotta be up by six, and we gotta be on campus by seven thirty. And you know, I know. Um, I don't know how you guys how you guys feel. Uh, I feel really safe right now. I feel like the district has been taking precautions to make sure we're all six feet apart. You know, we're masked up. Our kids are taken care of. And uh, you know, I got my vaccination, my first dose of the vaccination, the Moderna uh, COVID nineteen vaccine. I got that about two weeks ago. So I'm gonna get my next. Um, but I'm gonna be. I'm out a week out for my third. Oh, I'm sorry, my second dose. Um, I was really skeptical in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. I figured, you know, I'll be okay. I'm protected. I'll, you know, I'm going to keep my safe distance. I'm going to take my own precautions. But this is something I want to do, man. This is something that um, the first dose wasn't horrible. I was a little tired. I was a little um, sluggish. My arm was fucking killing me. And uh, I hate needles anyway, so I knew it was going to be a little painful. But other than that, no big side effects. No, nothing major at all. Uh, don't know how the second dose is gonna, you know, help. Help. I'm sorry. I don't know how the second dose is gonna make my body react, but we're gonna we're gonna knock it out. I think we're gonna be fine, and hopefully in two weeks after the second dose, 
according to the CDC, we're going to be good to go. We're going to be safe around vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Um, social distancing is not going to be really something that we need to take effect anymore. Of course, we're going to mask up and take the precautions. So we'll see what happens. I just tested negative for COVID the other day. Um, shout out to um, KH. KHSD for providing tests for us and just giving us the best, um, the they're protecting us the best way they can, and uh, everything's real, f- it's accurate, fast, and it's um, it's a wonderful thing when you have an employer that cares about you. So I'm really um excited for you know hopefully we're turning that tide around with this whole COVID nineteen um pandemic we'll be going through the last year. I can't believe it's been a year since we've been on lockdown. A uh, year has flew by so fast, man. Um, I just want to give a big rest in peace, you know, with Marvin Hagler, uh, boxing legend, warrior, went out on his own terms. Uh, he passed away this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, my guy Rawls' dad passed away this week, unfortunately. So, you know, so, and I'm not saying it was whatever, we're not going to talk about the Pacifics, but again, y'all, just make sure we really appreciate the time that we have with each other. Uh, love each other be you know be kind to each other show gratitude towards one another and um just let's be the best people we could be man we still have people out here who are you know we love having loved ones pass away for whatever reason you know and um it's sad it's real sad you know i'm over here you know we're celebrating life you know i said my sister in the beginning we're celebrating life but there's still People who are going through a lot of shit right now. People are going through a lot of pain and suffering. Not just with my own friends, but just in the world. So we got to remember that. We got to be really, um, we got to be really be appreciative of that. We got to be really um, happy about the fortunes that we do have. So, again, y'all, I really appreciate you guys tuning in, man, with the STS podcast. This is going to be episode 73. I got my friend Barbara Kiros on here. Uh, I felt like it was a really good interview. Uh, we're going to get that video format today. Learning a lot about what she's gone through in her life that helps her um, strive and want to be successful, not just in jiu-jitsu, but in life. And I think we all need a, and I'm, I'm sure we all have our reasons why we're, we, we grind so hard and we stay hungry. And uh, it's, it's a great podcast interview, I think. Um, we just got to see... Uh, we just gotta see what the next step is, y'all. We got so many more things planned for the podcast. We're trying to take it to that next level. We're trying to do video podcasts. We're trying to get it on YouTube. We're trying to make sure you, as a listener who's listening on audio, you feel special, and uh, by getting this exclusive stuff. I know, like I said, Marvin Hagler. You guys all seen the bouts with Hearns and Duran, and he's such a warrior. He's one of those fighters. You know, he's he's like you know, t- you know people talk about Terence Crawford fighting unorthodox and uh, orthodox and southpaw. Marvin Hagler is one of the few that really did that to a level that's fucking un- damn near unreachable. Uh, and it's so sad to see our legends. You know, you know, I love boxing. Our legends are slowly, you know. Meaning their demise. And it's just sad, man. And, you know, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. You guys look at his bouts. If you guys don't know who that is, YouTube him, man. It's great bouts. We had with Duran or Leonard. It's crazy bouts, man. With Hearns. And I think him and Hearns had one of the best bouts. It was only two rounds, I believe. Fucking awesome brawl. There wasn't any jabs. It was just straight fucking hitting with bad intentions. And it was it's a great bout to watch. Um... 
I guess, you know, I don't know if you guys really care about wrestling. I'm sure I'm sure Jesse's listening. He's like, fuck wrestling. But no, today one of my favorite characters, my favorite people in wrestling, Eric Bischoff, you know, he led WCW um, in an 83-week reign over WWF at the time. You know, he's really, he's an innovator. And um, he's got a guy elected to the Hall of Fame today. I'm really a big follower of them. I really, I, 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 I subscribe for 100 bucks a month on adfreeshows.com. He's one of the podcasts that I pay to listen to. And just to see where he's came from, you know, since the beginning of his last run uh, till now. It's really awesome to see the rise and just that perseverance and just overcoming what life throws at him, being counted out. And now he's back in the mix again, and he's now he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Easy E, Controversy Creates Cash, really an inspiration for me as a podcaster. And it's now he's in the Hall of Fame, he's getting his just due. And you love seeing people who work their asses off get that just due. So, again, y'all, episode 73, this is the STS Podcast. We're sponsored by Coco Glow by M. Really appreciate my mom sponsoring the podcast. If you know anybody who wants to get their... Get their local, you know, their, get their local business, their side hustle, their passion uh, sponsored on the podcast. Let's get them looked at, man. We got thousands of people looking at this. It's an easy win for y'all, man. So the next four or five episodes, Coco Glow by M is going to be our sponsor. And up next, I got our guest on episode 73, Barbara Kiros, Jiu-Jitsu warrior, advocate, inspiration. I hope y'all enjoy it. STS Podcast 661. That's where you're going to find this on social media. Tune in. Here we go, y'all. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. And this is going to be episode 73. And I have Barbara Kiros. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. Nice to finally meet you. And it's still doing that, but we're going to cut that out. How you doing? Good. It was a. It was a good day. Was but it? Yeah. That's man. Busy. <laughs> that's like the story of my life. You're yeah. busy. Yeah. And man, how do what do you think about the setup so far? You know what? I love it. It's a good vibe. I think I like it's different, right? Yeah. I think different. it's really different. It's oh. comfy. <laughs> this is. Funny. It's real authentic. I think last week we learned a lot about yeah. what not to do. Yeah, I know. That's good. That's, I, what, that's how it is. I think we got to learn yeah. from the L's, right? Yeah, all the time. That's what all it's, it's all about. So I'm really glad you came on the hike. And so I want to have you on. We'll just get straight to it. I love what you do. Thank you. you. The inspiration you put out there and what you are, like your advocate for, I love dogs. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I, I love watching. Like, some of the posts are crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I want to learn a lot about, I want the people to really understand because um, I don't understand what jujitsu is. I have no idea. <laughs> and yeah, well, jujitsu, you know, we see it a lot on UFC, right? So we see sometimes people getting submitted and you're like, whoa, what's that crazy thing that they did on the ground? They did some leg lock. I don't know what they did. But yeah, jujitsu is more like, you know what I mean? Uh, more like submissions, right? Trying to choke the person mm-hmm. or break their limbs. Definitely. So, you know, without punching them. That's, you know, it's, them. An, it's an art essentially, <laughs> yeah, right? It's an art. And it's something, I think you're a warrior, yo. I think anytime you step in the ring, and you're, I don't know, if, what do you guys call that? Is that a ring? Is that like... Well, the mats. The mats. the mats. Okay, yeah. okay. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. That's something um, I'm really interested in. Are you... And 
are you from Bakersfield, Barbara? You've been in Bakersfield all your life. I don't know much about you. This is our first time meeting. Yeah, no, I've been here. I was born here, raised here. I've been here my whole life, you know, 25 years. So Definitely. I love it, and I love it even more now because now I can go out and represent what Bakersfield you know where Bakersfield's at because everybody's like, "What's that? Nobody knows." Where's you know? that at? Like, yeah. or they have that per- that misperception of us. Like, yeah, like it's what? just super gutter here. Yeah, I'm like, it's not yeah. that bad, right? Yeah, no. it's, it's not, not that bad. bad. It's not. So I'm really happy to represent Bakersfield. Definitely. So I and again, I I think um like last week I knew I wanted you on. I think we talked about this mm-hmm. before last like maybe the last month or so. Yeah. I just needed really to get my guess, just get everything lined up, no, sure. and we're still trying to get everything lined up. You know, I think um, this, I think your contribution to this podcast is going to be great. So again, I really appreciate it, and um, I love your grind, though, yo. So what's going on? So tell a few what's going on. It looks like you have um, so jujitsu. Is this competition like? Are these official bouts? Are these official records? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So there's like many tournaments and many like organizations you can be a part of, like super fights, right? Mm-hmm. So super fights are just typically one on one, and then you have tournaments where you have like a whole bracket, mm-hmm. you know. So um, like the last one I did, I, I know that you probably seen uh, Fight to Win. Mm-hmm. It was over there in Houston, Texas. That's tight. Right? Yeah, in Dallas. I'm sorry, okay, it was Dallas. And I did win, and that's one of the biggest platforms really on jiu-jitsu. It's mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice to be a part of that on an all-women's card. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and the vibe was just great. It was awesome. It was, like, professional. So it was it was something great to experience for, for the first so time. So they consider you a professional? Do you consider, is that what they... You know, uh, lately people have been saying that about me, that I'm a professional, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, really? I'm just trying to get out there. You know, I'm just trying to do my thing and yeah, you, definitely. Think, you know, what I love. But I would, I would say yes. Once you start getting to like the, like the invitationals, like where they invite you or like win titles, like world like titles, like they seek you, they're yeah, seeking you out. Exactly. Then oh, that's cool. how you know, you know, and then like black belt level, you know, like okay, I am really a professional. Okay, you know? that's but cool. But yeah, we're working our way there, you know. So, and so that's kind of what I'm doing. Your journey into jujitsu, how did that start? Um, I guess what is it? You so what's the title? Like you know, boxers are called boxers, MMA fighters are. What's what's the title for a jujitsu fighter? What's We're just jujitsu fighter? Okay, yeah. see, yeah, I'm so, so. No, no, I get you. Okay. I know people are always like, what is that, like karate? And I'm like, exactly. No, and no, I'm no. not trying to say, oh, I know yeah. Cobra Kai is like some big yeah. thing. I don't watch that. I yeah. never watched a karate kid in my life. I'm yeah. like, not into that stuff. No, no, no. Not, not like karate auto. Like I said, if you really, if you watch the UFC and then you see people getting taken down mm-hmm. and then you start seeing people work like ground moves, like holding positions mm-hmm. and trying to get submissions, that's what jujitsu is. Really okay. trying to control the other person. Okay. Yeah. How did you get started in that? This, this I know this is your passion, your love. So. Yeah. Well, I bet I started when I was 19 years old. I mm-hmm. was kind of like in a in a rough spot at the time. I was just going out, kind of doing things like you know probably shouldn't, and um, I was just really in, like in a dark spot, like really depressed. And then um, I had a friend that said, "Hey, like you should go to my buddy's gym. Like he does jujitsu." And I was like, "Cool, like I don't know what that is, you know, exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly. But I'm gonna go check it out. I guess you fight." So I'm mm-hmm. like, "Okay, let me see." So then I went, and then I got beat up by like a 13 year old, <laughs> and it happens. But yeah, I after that, like I was just like, wow, this feels so amazing. Like you know, you get your workout in, you learn self defense. Like I really love it. And then from there, I, since I kind of was already in a rough spot, I was like, why don't I just try something new, mm-hmm. something I never did before. Um, so I stuck with it and now it's been six years. So I just 
I don't know, like I said, I just fell in love with it. Um, you never actually know everything in jiu-jitsu. You're always going to learn every single time. It's like life. It's infinite, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's life. It's just like life. So, and every time you step on the mats, you know, you can't lie about who you are because that's where your character is going to show. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, does that kind of humble you too? It's it like does. a It's like a constant it, state of being it, humbled. All the time. Definitely. You know, and then as soon as you feel yourself, you know, getting that ego, you got to check it, you mm-hmm. know? Because if not, it's gonna it's not gonna make you enjoy what you love. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're gonna be worried about, oh, I didn't do this right, or that person did this, or this. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. just gonna blame others and everything. So who kind of? Do you have like a trainer? Just somebody who kind of guides you in this journey, or how does that work? Well, we have professors, right? Okay. Um, you okay. Know, uh, at the black belt level, so we learn from them, and then of course our training partners who are also reaching that level. Who there's different belts. You know, it's from white to black. Mm-hmm. So we kind of guide each other on it, you mm-hmm. know, but the main people would be like the professors, you mm-hmm. know, uh, having that structure and showing us what the plan is and what we what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, it's like iron sharpens iron, yeah, too, with the people exactly. you work with. Right. Exactly. That's cool. I never see. I, again, I never I've seen it. I respect mm-hmm. the art. Um, how do you get started to like doing belts? I guess um, these official belts you're going in. Yeah, so it's, like I said, it starts from white to black. So you, you beginner, it's white, right? Mm-hmm. So you get your white belt, and then from there you work to blue, mm-hmm. and then from there it's purple, and that's where I'm at. Okay. And then it's brown, and then it's black. Okay. So, like, I'm in the middle. How do you know, like, yo, I'm a, I'm ready for this brown belt well, now? Like, well, you don't say it. You just keep working hard, and, and then eventually your professor notices the progress. Okay. And, then, and they decide, you know? Who's your so, professor? It's uh, Matt and Jill Baker. We love shout outs here. Yeah. We do shout outs on the STS <laughs> podcast. Matt and Jill Baker, yes. Uh, Baker's from Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um, they are amazing people. Amazing. So, do you study like the art of Jiu Jitsu? Like from the beginning, like. I guess whenever this this art first started, is that something you're into? Like studying the game. I know, like, just say with DJing, we know who the forefathers are of DJing, yeah. or like, um, just what anything I'm in, like wrestling. We know who the forefathers yeah. are of wrestling. Who put on for us, what we could, in order for us to be where we're at now. Like yeah. there was kind of like someone who laid the foundation for us. Yeah. Well, I did. Like I said, I didn't really know what jujitsu was, mm-hmm. you know, or who really did it. I mm-hmm. just okay. I just thought of UFC. Yeah, that's what I think of. Yeah, you think of UFC, and then you think like I'm gonna go punch and box or I don't know what kick people. Mm-hmm. But then it's jujitsu is just you know, like I said, specifically um, controlling the body um, and choking people and breaking limbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know what I mean. So you want to attack before they attack you. Okay. You know. That's 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 you know? it. I that I seen your videos too, like your self defense videos yeah. are so cool. Oh, like yeah. especially for women nowadays. It's yeah. it the world isn't, you know, sunshine yeah. sunshine and butterflies yeah, either, yeah, you yeah. know. And you see that a lot now, a lot of human trafficking going on and Definitely. you know, like girls being scared not to be able you know, to walk to their car at a school or their job and and that's why that's why I put those videos up, you know. And I and I haven't been consistent, but I should. I know I've been busy, but I no, know definitely. I should make that a priority because I know a lot of people could benefit from it. Um, but yeah, I understand it's very important. Definitely. You know? With um, training, do you have like a training camp? How does that work out for you? Is that something that um, you know? You know, with boxing, it takes 80 days, they say, yeah. to get ready for a bout. Yeah. What, how is it with jiu-jitsu? Well, um, usually we do, like, a group, like, with a team. So mm-hmm. we get ready. We have a camp. Like, let's just say we're going to do a tournament, a team tournament. Mm-hmm. So then we start doing specific things during training or learning specific moves. And then, 
yeah so we have drills and then we have we have a thing called smokers mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just kind of like going as hard as you can for like one minute and you get into that position first with mm-hmm. your training partner so usually it's like that um but outside of it um on my own is just kind of watch you know kind of um watching what i eat and you know trying to you know eat healthy and then you know doing my own stretches and workouts mm-hmm. and that would also help you know introduce mm-hmm. so in the beginning is this something that you said this help you spiritually emotionally mm-hmm. with your with with yourself mm-hmm. um when did you first realize like this is what i want to do like this is not going to be a hobby anymore this is going to be a passion for me um you know i think it literally is like when i first started like okay. i, I that's I, I just loved it. I fell in love with it, and I just, like, wanted to see where it would take me. And then I did my first tournament within maybe, I think, three, four months of mm-hmm. training. And mm-hmm. I was just like, why not? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I believed in myself so much. You got you know? to, right? So I, I went out there, and I was like, I want to keep doing it. And then I think, like, the first time I did it, I, I got third place, right? Okay, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I want to do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I lost maybe this round, and, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I think I could do this round, you know? So... I don't know. I, I think just from the very beginning, I just knew like I wanted to keep doing it. I think when I know we all oh, we can't win them all. I think what I, what I heard, I don't know. Like I hear Joe yeah. Rogan say it. Like this is the ultimate way to kind of find your inner self mm-hmm. and just kind of push your limits. Mm-hmm. Is that something you experienced throughout this whole journey too? Yeah, you have to. I think like you said, we have to, we have to lose. We have to. We have to because if not, then we're never gonna really understand and. Uh, try to you know challenge ourselves you know mm-hmm. we, we're not always going to be the best in the room Definitely. you know um, but you can be surrounded by a lot of people at that level you mm-hmm. know what I mean but you learn from each other so I think we all strive to like I want like for myself this is just what I'm what I do I don't want to be known as the best but I don't play for second place either of right course, yeah, no, I get you. is that something that kind of drives you to like you you know you have a way to go but you still want to push yourself to that limit oh, where yeah. You want to be the best. Yeah, and I think that, like, okay, that getting to that mentality is really, like, when you're out there, really, really focusing on what you're going to do. Even if you're tired, you have to really tell yourself, keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to hurt. Like, you know, when your, your heart's going to come out, like, you feel like it's going to come out. But I don't know what it is. Like, when you push yourself like that, and then you do it again, it just becomes easier and mm-hmm. easier. And in the beginning, you just want to, like, like I said, your heart's going to come out or you want to throw up or something. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, that push, every single time, you just get better and better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It becomes easier. Mm-hmm. It's like second nature. Definitely. It's like, yeah. it's like breathing. Yeah, breathing. Yeah, controlling your breathing and not getting, like, like psyched out or just thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, you know. You still breathe. get nervous before these bouts? You know, um, I do. Um, I used to get ner- more nervous before, but I think now. Like I said, I'm more focused on what I'm going to do rather than what the other person's going to do to me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what keeps me focused and not scared or nervous. You know what I mean? Or what if? No, I'm going to go do what I got to do and what I've been training to do. Definitely. And then whatever happens after that, then, well, you know, I still train and prepare myself for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things, too. You don't go. Like, I was just talking this about my, my guy after last week. We don't go into any situation thinking we're going to lose. That's not the mentality no, to win. Like, we got to think. Not the best, but we got to control what we control. We're destined to be here. Is it, do you feel like, I don't know, it's not divine timing, but jujitsu is just a, something that was meant for you. Like, this was des- this is your destiny a little bit. Like, this is what you're here for. You know, I, I, I do believe that. I, I think that um, I went through a lot of challenges, and I really didn't know. I didn't really believe in myself. You know, I kind of I was like in... 
I don't know, like when I was a kid, you know, my parents were deported at 13, mm -hmm. you know, and Did not know that that yeah. explains why you're such an advocate. <laughs> yeah. I said, I think you said oh, you're a warrior, you're an advocate and uh, inspiration, inspiration. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Yes, 100 yeah. percent. And I know um, what my saying is, I don't say it from the teeth out, I say it from the heart mm -hmm. out because I see that and that mm -hmm. makes sense, though. No, Continue. Yeah. Though. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, go no, ahead. You're fine. So, yeah, I think that really just like gave me a passion to do what's right mm -hmm. like i just felt like you know be my parents being deported at 13 and just like why would why would that happen you know mm -hmm. why would god allow that to happen mm -hmm. why why would the government do that you definitely, know what i mean yeah, you just definitely. start thinking like why what's going on you know and that just kind of like you know made myself like you know i'm gonna do what i can to n learn more mm -hmm. and i'm never gonna know more but i'm gonna keep going because that's gonna help me try to help others mm -hmm. and i feel like jujitsu has given me that you know i i did it you know for myself for my well-being my mental health but think over time um because of what it has done for me i can share it with others you mm -hmm. know and how it humbled me or opened my eyes to certain things or you know just so 13 your parents get deported where yeah. so what's the next you're you know 13 is a, a tough age for anybody male <laughs> yeah. female just any human yeah. what's what was the next step for you in that point like i'm, I'm really interested about learning about you yeah, i'm sure the yeah. listeners are too like what happens at that point what was your next move well i don't know i just thought like my world ended like oh I, my god i can't even you imagine you know I, I i was like i said i went into like this depression and i was just like like i said i couldn't believe it i was like are they coming back like no they're not coming back so i don't know i just it just it was just something that really like shaped me over time mm -hmm. you know what i mean um it's hard like i i lived in 11 different households since you know maybe like 22 yeah 22 mm -hmm. so i lived with a lot of different people a lot of different lifestyles a lot of it's hard to gain st stability right yeah, when, so, there's no stability my yeah, no and it's hard like because it's not like your mom and dad you don't know what to do in another stranger's house or how to be here you, you know so mm -hmm. i think like i learned a lot of how people kind of are or you know mm -hmm. what I don't know how to be, how not to be, mm -hmm. you know, just being a good person overall, you know. I think growing up before you were supposed to grow up too, yeah. I'm sure that causes that. <laughs> no, yeah. So, yeah, I did have, I felt like I had to grow up um, kind of fast. And then I have four other sisters. I was just about to ask, are you the oldest or? <laughs> I'm the second oldest. Second oldest. That's, that's still, that's still yeah. a heavy mm -hmm. load to carry, mm -hmm. I'm sure. You guys have to take care of each yeah. other and whatnot. Me and my older sister, Daisy, yeah. Oh, so, God, that's crazy. Like we were like the mom and dad. <laughs> You Who know? you guys stay with? Like after that, though, I, you know, we, once this happens, like, what's the next step for you guys? Well, that happened, and then um, me and my well, we were there in the house for like a month by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of every somebody people would just come and visit or drop off the food or mm -hmm. make food for us or something, and then kind of everybody decided what was going to happen. My three little sisters were going to end up uh, back with my mom and dad mm -hmm. um, in Mexicali. Mm -hmm. It's not super far from Bakersfield, about six hours. Mm -hmm. uh, so they were going to go with my mom and dad. And we were, me and my older sister were going to stay here uh, with one of our cousins. Mm -hmm. um, because I know over there in high school, you have to pay and it becomes expensive. Mm -hmm. So we were already in high school and I was just going to start high school. Mm -hmm. So um, they decided for me just to stay here with my cousin since mm -hmm. he was a teacher. So mm -hmm. uh, that's where I went to Miramonte my freshman year. Oh, you're, you're from the east side then. <laughs> yeah. We're like, east side in it then. Yeah, okay, you know. okay. I love that. We east side <laughs> yeah, in here. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of like how it kind of happened. And then I, every other year after 
after that, I had moved with a different family. Oh, so man. that's why I kept moving high school. You know, high schools. People are like, "Where? Why are you new all you know, every year?" Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. You know, so I went to West High, and then I went to East High in my junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's every year I lived with somebody. Oh, that's <laughs> up until dude. the year tw- I was twenty-two years old. Was that family or just family? And then uh, my junior year, like the end of my junior year, it was friends. Oh God. Yeah. I feel that one hundred percent. Yeah. That's crazy. I think is that something that kind of built you for life though, right? Oh, like yeah. a journey you unfortunately had to go through, yeah. but that made you stronger yeah. as a woman, as a person, mm-hmm. I'm sure, right? Yeah, and I didn't accept it at first. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just mad at everybody and at the world and God and and then I know over time you're just like, No, what a blessing. You know, what a blessing in disguise, you know, beauty in the struggle, I understand it and and, you know, sometimes, like I said, it's good to go through challenges. You have to put yourself through challenges because if you don't, then you're never going to actually grow or be who you are. Definitely. You know? And then I think what you said, too, you can help other people because so many. And I'm kind of I'm so naive to it. I'm really like I've never had any, any experience like that. But I'm sure there's thousands of people still to this day. We we see what's going on, even with previous administrations, this current administration. Mm-hmm. Our, the children are still being, you know, yeah. migrant facilities, yeah. whatever they want to call it now yeah. to make it, you know, to, I guess, to line the, the term. But no, they're still getting put away. Yeah. And sad. Yeah. and that's like, you think that that's super scary, in my opinion. Like, no, it really is. And I was fortunate enough and lucky enough just to to have family here that mm-hmm. would, you know, at least help. And a lot of these um these kids don't have that mm-hmm. you know they don't have family they only had their mom or their dad or both you know mm-hmm. um so i feel like i was fortunate enough to at least have family here but a lot of them don't and they end up in, in the system you know in foster care and definitely you know or sometimes missing human trafficking yes that's that's <laughs> something know? that people that is going on yeah. at an alarming rate oh, that, now that's a booming business i would imagine so yeah it really is i so. think and i'm this is kind of off topic i was telling my friends like i think back in the day it was called pimping yeah. like no dude it's called sex trafficking yeah. that's what it is it really essentially is. i think our culture especially with hip-hop we kind of mm. glamorize it to make it yeah, seem like this is acceptable. this yeah, acceptable and it's yes <laughs> it's crazy right mm. so with what you were going through at, at such a young age was that well of course that was kind of um what you were going through with your depression and whatnot right when you found jiu-jitsu yeah okay yeah. that makes sense now so, yeah yeah I'm 19 years old that's how it, how it started definitely yeah so, so when you started doing jiu-jitsu when did you finally it started kind of clicking like this is what it's helping me it's helping me mentally spiritually like was that something you discovered right away too mm, i know i think maybe like within maybe the first year mm-hmm. then i was like okay i kind of want to better myself for jiu-jitsu at the same time i thought like what can i eat that's much better for jiu-jitsu you know for jiu-jitsu and then like i started like looking into a plant-based lifestyle so i was like okay you what know. i want to dive into yeah. I'm, I'm so yeah <laughs> have no idea what that in, what yeah. what that entails yeah so it's like you know vegan so he's like you don't eat meat or dairy you yeah, know definitely. so so i feel like me helping me like with that like with it build my stamina muscle like i feel so much faster and stronger and i feel like jiu-jitsu kind of like kind of made me like want to be better like better right in all yeah. aspects so mm-hmm. i did that for my like health health reasons mm-hmm. and then then looked more into it and then there was more stuff why i went you know mm-hmm. vegan but yeah so that's kind of like what would you tell so with veganism is that what it's called veganism yeah, vegan, yeah veganism, veganism? <laughs> put me on what's what's what made you want i know you said health reasons but what when did you start seeing like the world's kind of you know i know you're an advocate for mm-hmm. just veganism but this 
I see what we do to farm animals. Mm-hmm. I see what we do to uh, uh, me. I love eating meat. Pause. Mm-hmm. Americans, we that's what we yeah. indulge in. Yeah. And it's a, it's an ugly business. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, and trust me, like, I, I eat meat, like, my whole life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then and it it's just... It's ingrained in us, I think. Yeah, and I sure. think because we're just kind of told that that's what we're supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You see it in the food groups at school. Well, who mm. made the food groups? The people running the business, you, you know what I mean? So you kind of start thinking, like, like going back to why would the government do this to my family? Well, guess what? That's all human trafficking, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So there's business. There's always something behind it. So I feel like we really have to ask questions, mm-hmm. you know? So I think, like, veganism kind of was like, okay, I know I want to be healthier, but I also started seeing those videos of animal abuse and neglect and, you know? It was so, even the ones with... I remember I seen... This is this would kind of fuck me up, honestly, mm-hmm. just seeing... How these animals are treated on these big farms and they're all just stockpiling mm-hmm. in this little crowded space and how I'm sure you've seen the leaked videos of Tyson Farms where they're just oh, yeah. abusing, torturing these animals to death, literally. Yeah, like I've seen so many videos. I'm like, oh, gosh. And I think people are like, oh, they're not human. Like, yeah, they're animals. That's yeah. what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to. Um, mm. We're going to we're going to eat them. That's what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, that's what going back to, like, the spiritual side, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like um, I know the supposed people say it's in the Bible, but like I would always think like if a God was so loving, why would he do that to his own creation? Mm-hmm. You know, and I know there's a lot of like things, you know, that we can say, but uh, to, for me, you know, my opinion, um, it just helped me be more like connected to others and even are not our own species, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they share the same planet, Definitely. you know, as us. We live here too and we should be able to help them even mm-hmm. though like, you know, they don't speak our, the same language. Mm-hmm. They speak a language. They're alive, though. They're alive. They protect I, their family. They yeah, love. they have these instincts. Of like course. we, I think it's just, I don't want to say mammal instincts, but this is just instincts that we're born with. We protect our own. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I'm a big advocate for that, but I do recognize that mm-hmm. that I'm, the older I get, I mm-hmm. see that it's bigger than just us. Mm-hmm. It's... We're, mm-hmm. we're all a part of this mm-hmm. will i don't know mm-hmm. again i don't know i'm not we can't i i'm not the most religious guy in the world but mm-hmm. i do believe in the universe mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everybody who if you seek the universe is going to provide and mm-hmm. we're all one mm-hmm. and it's crazy like i think it's that's maturity but just diving into mm-hmm. asking questions yeah. why would why would god do that i always ask myself too like mm-hmm. if we have a free will god mm-hmm. If we fuck up, we're gonna go burn forever. Yeah, is yeah. that what? That's what I've always been taught. Yeah. And one sin is worse than the other. But mm-hmm. no, like you guys say, a sin's a sin, right? Like what's? And I think there's nothing wrong with questioning that. Mm-hmm. I think we need to ask questions. Again, with the yeah. government, mm-hmm. we should. Mm-hmm. The moment we stop asking questions, the moment they got us. Exactly. In my opinion, mm-hmm. um, especially with this whole pandemic. Oh yeah. Lockdown control, <laughs> control is really um, the control, control and everything. They want to stick their hands in everything. Definitely, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I said, even our own food system. That's why I'm saying that that we need to really watch what we eat as well. Because what kind of energy are you putting in your body? Going back to spirituality, mm-hmm. you know, how do you want to feel? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. That animal was, you know, you know, living a really miserable life, and you're eating. 
that in. And we're, yeah, we're, we're putting that in our body. That can't exactly. be good, right? Yeah, exactly. But like I said, maybe you don't care about animals, but veganism ties into environmental destruction. Do you care about the environment? Do you care about your kid's future? Like for them not to be climate refugees, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like uh, maybe you care about humans, the slaughterhouse workers. They are, they're, a lot of them are immigrants. Definitely. They're immigrants. A lot of them are uh, seeking asylum, you know, trying mm-hmm. to move from these bombing countries. They're, mm-hmm. You know, so, or, you know, there's just a lot that goes into it. And that's so much is have. intertwined. It's of so course, crazy, right? Yeah, we're all like, we're all connected. This is crazy. We all need to help each other. We need to like ask these questions. How can I be better? How can I be better for my community, for my family, for mm-hmm. the world? Yeah. I think, and then another thing we just, I was just talking about this with my friend. Mm-hmm. It feels like we're not, we're, we're so scared to speak up for what we believe in. Yeah. We're so scared of people saying, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kind of that cancel culture type yeah. of vibe. Even before the cancel culture was a thing, speaking out for the truth is something that people don't want to hear or they're going to kind of neglect you, put you in that corner. You're the black sheep now of, yeah. your, of the group. Like, no, dude, you need to look at to what, mm-hmm. what's going on with the government. Why? Um, how do I say this without fucking being sounding like I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist? Like ever, even with this money, we were we're paying taxes every day. Where is this money going to? Does anybody ever think about that? Exactly. Like, oh, I got money. Yeah, and right now, you know, the stimmy hit. Everybody's happy. It's. and I'm not saying you know I'm I'm well I'm sure we're all grateful for fourteen hundred dollars, but where is that? What is the value in that now? Because we're printing that shit out thin air. And now that, you know, when they want to do a tax hike, mm-hmm. people are so scared to say, well, if, why don't you want that? Because the other guy was keeping taxes lower. So you're with the other guy. I'm like, no, it's the value of the dollar now we're talking about. Exactly. That's going to pass on to our kids or the debt is going to be passed on to my grandkids. Exactly. I think it's so crazy how we don't ask those questions because we're yeah. so afraid of being shamed for it. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's just people are too comfortable. You know, people are too comfortable. They they don't they don't want anything to change. They fear change. You know, they just don't want to get involved or you know mm-hmm. you know whatever it is. I I think that they're cool know, with the status quo. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I don't. I think we should be. Able, we need to speak up. You know what I mean? Or we we need to at least try to change something in our life so people can see that oh, it's possible to change. Oh, look, I can speak up. Or look, I can do this. You know, mm-hmm. I was always scared to say anything you know mm-hmm. and like going back you know to veganism or you know trying to speak up for the animals i i, I would always get made fun of or like people would write messages like we message each other like they would just like really talk you know down upon it and it's like why if i'm really it's not even about me like mm-hmm. I'm, it's not even nothing about me it's about them mm-hmm. you know and i think a lot of people just misinterpret a lot of things or just like i said fear change like why are you trying to change it and they feel like they have to eat you know just eat salads but that's not true <laughs> yeah definitely. there's so much more What's so, <laughs> drop knowledge on me i don't know i've never <laughs> ventured into veganism um it's literally the same thing you can have a burger you can have macaroni and cheese you can have pizza you can have all your favorite foods but veganized mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever heard uh vegan 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 here in bakersfield never that's pretty much a good example if you ever want to go out to eat okay. they have burgers they have chili cheese fries they have like peruvian lomo which i tried yesterday it was so good okay <laughs> they have like a bunch of different stuff it's everything's literally the same literally. do you feel better though yes do you I do. feel better that's like i think as we get older too the our body you know it's mm-hmm. it's 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 it's, it's decaying honestly yeah. it doesn't make you feel better does it make you feel 
alive i guess you no, could say uh, yeah it does and uh there's two ways you can go right because if you're vegan yeah you can be, have all the vegan junk food mm-hmm. but uh, if you really want to be healthy it's a whole pla- uh, plant-based diet whole plant-based diet mm-hmm. so that's pretty much all like your fruits and veggies and your ligmas like you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i feel like uh juicing i don't know if you ever seen my post but i juice a lot too so i feel like i feel a lot better going that way don't get me wrong i love my vegan junk food yeah, definitely. <laughs> but i also have a balance um but I do feel better. And like I said, it has helped me in jujitsu just be faster. Like my cardio is like up there. And mm-hmm. I, even if I'm tired, I can keep pushing. It's that mm-hmm. push that, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's what it gives me. <laughs> Definitely. I see juicing. That's something I never ventured into. Yeah. I see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't have, I have no experience in this. Like, does that work? Does it, is it healthy? Like things yeah. like that? I don't know. I, yeah. It gives I, you a lot of energy. You can lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of vitamins, you know, instead of just trying to e- eat your celery, well, you can juice celery and maybe some lemon and oranges and pineapple together, you mm-hmm. know? So you have all of those vitamins and minerals all together. And know? I think the more older we get, the more we're like <laughs> aware, like, yo, we need this stuff. Yeah. I can't just be fucking scalping down soda and Cheetos all <laughs> oh, day, right? Yeah, no, no. Good God. <laughs> Definitely. Won't feel good. <laughs> I would imagine so. Does what? What organizations do you like? Are you a part of any organizations, or do you like really contribute maybe to, that? or do you just kind of just do your own thing? Hopefully, you spread the word and make others aware. Yeah, I, that's kind of like how it is. I kind of just do stuff like on my own. But sometimes, like I went once to like a vigil, you know, like a pig vigil. I've seen that. Yeah, seen that. one time. But I wanted to make it a goal where I go like. Every, you know, once a month at God, least. that'd be mad depressing for me to go. Oh, yo. I don't know if I have yeah. the heart. I'm so. Like, I was God. shocked. I I just didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I was just. I cannot believe it. It's like truck after truck after truck, and there's just so many animals there that look so sad and so. Defeated. They're in fucking hell, dude. They're in hell since the day that they're born. <laughs> yeah, they know nothing else. No. It's crazy. I think and. It's about that money. Money's oh, a yeah. really evil thing. The more older, I'm sure you understand too. The more older we get, the more we realize this money isn't what we thought it was when no. we were kids. Like what people do to obtain this money and that mm-hmm. power and to mm-hmm. and to hold it. Mm-hmm. Once it's in their grasp, they're not fucking letting go of it. Mm-hmm. And that's a reality. People need to understand too. And it's kind of off topic, but pandemic. Like how many people, how many rich people got richer, mm-hmm. and like how many people, like us, average Joes like you and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. struggled through this mm-hmm. thing, and we're still struggling. They think we could just throw fourteen hundred, six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. What does that really yeah. do in the long run for us? Yeah, I know. It's just power and control, you know, yeah, and making us, you know, they're painting an image that how we should be living, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's not true. Like I said, ask the questions, definitely. you know. But yeah, they just. The, the control you the, know people want that power the propaganda is a, it's a crazy thing oh, yeah. I've, I'm, i think i'm smart to see through a lot of the antics that you know we get been put in front of us mm-hmm. um it started a year ago like they made it seem like 30 million people were gonna die like yeah. we we need to stay at home <laughs> we're gonna Do- drop like flies <laughs> yeah like what's going on yeah. you know is this really why are you scared to tell us the facts yeah. like or they'll change something up, like, oh, you know, no, now this works, oh, now that doesn't work, like, come on now. I'm about consistency, <laughs> like, even with the CDC, don't you don't wear any masks. Yeah. Oh, we lied to you guys because we didn't want to have a shortage of masks, yeah. but wear the damn mask, yeah. double up on the mask now. And put the gloves on and the goggles. And yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've seen some crazy stuff. I, I, see, I see. And then you go to the airport, and then you see people with goggles, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, because I have seen that. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, it's a, You know, I, I get it, because people are scared, and people really 
really believe it. That's their fear. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Fear is a crazy yeah. thing. It will make you do. It will make you believe and do things you, mm-hmm. out of your character. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think so too. But like I said, you just have to trust. You know, uh, trust in God or you know, whatever you believe, believe in. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in all the right ways. Um, so. Yeah, I just think that we shouldn't be scared. Like we have one life; it goes by really fast. You know it, I mean? Oh my God, dude! I, <laughs> I, th- we, I talk about this to the kids all the time. Mm-hmm. We only have one, yeah. and this thing's gonna fly by faster than you guys think it yeah, is. Yeah. And it's not guaranteed mm-hmm. you're gonna have tomorrow yeah. or next week or next month. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we you know we're gonna ball out. We're gonna go fuck things up. Like no, appreciate the times. Yeah. Even the other day, you know, my grandma just turned eighty three. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother were just driving back from Shafter, and I was telling him, like, yo, we need us. We, we were, as long as you're aware of what's going on, because we don't know if next year's going to be here, yeah. as long as we're aware and we're appreciative of these times, because mm-hmm. we're 30, 28, mm-hmm. a lot of our friends, I'm sure, too, didn't have their grandparents at mm-hmm. 10 years old. Yeah. And here we are, 30 year old men, still able to celebrate our grandparents. Yeah. I think people really, really need to be aware, and how do I say this? I kind of appreciate those moments because you don't know what they're going to be here next mm-hmm. year because life is going to fly Bye-bye. fucking by. Yeah. Like, I never thought I was going to hit 30. Yeah. I was so depressed about it, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> no. I was like, no, I can't happen. Not no, me. No, no. Like, oh, this is downhill. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I feel as good as ever. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm as busy as ever. Yeah, that's how I should feel. I feel like you should always feel like a kid. Like, Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, a, you know, just always having fun, being curious, just, you know, just doing it and not being mm-hmm. scared, you know, so... We should always keep that child mentality. Do you feel like with, with jujitsu, that was one of the things that you can't be scared. You just got to give it your best yeah. shot. And who cares what others think? This is what you want to mm-hmm. do. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I, I do. I, I love it. And I don't like if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be scared. And so maybe I used to be really scared, I think, because I was like, oh, what if this happens? But like I said, I'm not scared because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more like I know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I'm confident in what I'm going to do. And whatever happens after that, like I said, I'm still going to face it and mm-hmm. try to do my best. Preparation is a crazy thing. Oh, yeah. Tell people mm-hmm. preparation. As long as you prep, yeah. you're going to be okay. Like, whatever happens, you got to kind of go with mm-hmm. it. Um, with my gigs, so I always tell people, too, if technology fucks mm-hmm. up, you keep going, yeah. though, basketball. You, if we miss a little spot there, we got to keep it going with life. We're going to hit bumps. Mm-hmm. Like, this thing isn't, I tell the kids now, still, back on my highland, so... Mm-hmm. This thing right here doesn't stop because you're going having a bad day. The sun's still gonna set. The sun's still gonna rise. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna bounce back? Exactly. I just think I think it's, I just dropped a shirt. Cheap plug. Mm-hmm. Um, execution, <laughs> persistent or perseverance, consistency, and luck. Mm-hmm. Those four things are necessary in order to accomplish your goals. I think, yeah. and it's. I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. Like, how are we supposed to do podcasting if we're not executing, if we're mm-hmm. scared to put shit out, mm-hmm. if we're scared to do a gig? Like, we have to do these things. To. And it's not going to happen if you're not willing to take some L's. Not everything works. Mm-hmm. Perseverance. And I'm sure you've been knocked down the mat a few times. Yeah. Got your ass kicked a yeah. few times. <laughs> I've got my ass kicked in life several yeah. times. <laughs> down to the dirt. Got nothing. Like, okay, am I going to just uh, sit here and give up? Or yeah. am I going to be like, no, oh, let's try this again. Yeah. Let's, wipe my, let's wipe ourselves off yeah. here. And that and, motivates you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and luck. Yeah. Sometimes the universe just puts you in spots. And I think you got to be... A, smart enough to see the signs some people are real ignorant and don't see the signs they think oh this is this is supposed to happen to me like no dude you gotta see that you're in a good spot i feel like so lucky like Mm -hmm. i could have done 20 different things but yeah 
that's just taking that moment to be grateful. Definitely. You know, just be in that moment. I think we need more of that in mm-hmm. just the world. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always telling people we have to just be aware, like, this shit could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm not going to have regrets. I think regrets is an ugly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to make moves. I think you got to keep doing things that make you happy. Like, everything I'm doing isn't work. Mm-hmm. This isn't work. Like, just mm-hmm. getting, just having you, someone who I, who I really do respect, and just having you on here. Mm-hmm. This isn't work. This is yeah. something I want to do. I want to get it out there. Yeah. People need to take chances on themselves, right? Yeah, of course, all the time. I think this is something that we all need to do. I think I see that with you. You take yeah. chances and yeah. you're putting on like free, like you're traveling the country to do yeah. your art. Yeah. Um. So next belt, how is that going to, what does that look like right now? I know you just announced it, right? Well, um, belt level wise. Oh I no, like your next official. Like tournament. Tournament, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm actually going to have a super fight this Saturday. That's okay. That's yeah. what I was aiming for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This Saturday, um, in Folsom, California, so near Sacramento. Oh yeah. Area. Everybody knows Folsom. So, yeah, yeah. Cash. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll be there this weekend. I have a super fight. So it's like one on, one on one. Okay, that's It's a cool. no-gi tournament. See, I'm going to do some boxing, so we call them bouts. Like, uh, I know yeah. what you meant by the orange, yeah. but no, I'm talking about this is like a fucking fight, you know? Like, okay, yeah. cool. And it's a no-gi, so no-gi and gi, so there's a difference. What's that? <laughs> so no-gi is kind of like you have, like, rash guard and spats, so it's kind of like hmm. like what wrestlers, like, if you're going to go work out, like, you just have, yeah, you know, yeah. but a gi is the actual uniform, like the kimono. I don't okay. know. Is that like what, the belt. Oh, okay, okay. Is that, what you're, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the one have, I posted. Okay. Yeah, okay. so that's the one. You know, you can do both. There's uh, no gi and then there's gi. So I had no idea. It's like yeah. the dress. Is it called? I don't want to disrespect it. Is it the dress code? It's like a dress code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind so, of. Yeah, so pretty much what what are you going to what are you gonna fight? So you're going to fight no gi and then you're going to fight gi because there's two different things because with the gi, you have grips. Okay. You have the material grip. But with oh. no gi, you now have to control like the elbow and the shoulders and the head. Mm-hmm. You know, so... It's it's a little different, but mm-hmm. it's still the same thing. <laughs> super fight. Explain that. How is it a super fight? So super fight is just basically one on one. So it's me and another person, and we're just gonna go all out, mm-hmm. <laughs> one round for six minutes, and then from there, if nobody submits anybody, then you go into an EBI rule. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much they can take your back or mm-hmm. choose the arm, mm-hmm. and they have to submit you the fastest. Oh shit. Yeah. So depending on what you choose, you can go and you know. So I like to take the back, so I'll take the back and mm-hmm. try to choke. Within two minutes. Okay. So if that doesn't work, then you go to another round, and then the other round is first takedown wins. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so is there like a point system when you have a takedown, or that just it just submission only? So so the first round would be submission only. This is oh, all submission. So okay. if nobody submits your you know in that first round, then mm-hmm. you move on to that specific um, rule set. Okay. You okay. know. So like I said, it just depends on what what tournaments or what what you're getting yourself into, there's always going to be like a system. Mm-hmm. So it's all submission or there's points. Okay. Yeah. So. That's cool. So um, who, I guess it doesn't even matter who you're fighting. What are you doing to prepare for this belt that you haven't done in previous belts? Mm-hmm. Or is it just, just stick it to the formula? You know, I'm, I'm kind of sticking to the formula at the moment because I feel like it's been working. Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> and I feel like now, at least, maybe I do this a little bit different. I actually rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the most important thing you can do because, you know, if you don't rest, how is your body supposed to go? It's all recovery for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I'm just so on the go, 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 go mm-hmm. that sometimes I forget to rest. So I would say I am actually resting a little bit more, stretching. Um, still doing, like I said, still training, you mm-hmm. know, still eating good. And yeah, but 
overall just sticking to the volume. You tra- do you train every day or how's what's your training schedule yeah, look like um yeah i kind of train every day i think the so i probably get take the longest is two days out of the week mm-hmm. you know seven yeah but majority i train every day that's great <laughs> so like in the afternoon once i get off work at five then i just go train at six six thirty depending on the time schedule and that's a grind i'm sure yeah, right and then you train for like three hours is that something well <laughs> how did you adjust to that what was kind of um in the beginning, was that something you had to really become accustomed to? Or was that something you just you got thrown into the line? Like you just you just started doing three hours a day. No, I like I just started doing three. Not, well, in the beginning, it was like that, and then I think um, working towards like my purple belt, my purple belt, I started working like training in the morning, mm-hmm. training um, starting at five MMA, some MMA a little bit, Tight. and then all the way till nine. I it w- I would have like three training sessions within a day, mm-hmm. and it was hard sometimes. You know, your body gets beat up, but I feel like now, like I said, I rest a little bit more. I train every day, but now it's from like six to nine, mm-hmm. you know, but that's a lot of training hour too, you know? Mm, no, definitely. Three hours yeah, a day. Every is day. It's crazy. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, so, um, yeah, like I said, I just try to find time to rest, you know, because I do train hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... What what do you think about looking ahead? Is this something you want to continue to do? Is MMA a f- thing for you? Like, how is that? Again, I'm so I don't really know no, how okay. that goes. Like, well, um, I used to want to do MMA. Like in the beginning, that's I have tight. I have done one MMA fight in my life. Okay, that's tight. I, you know, I that wasn't my specialty. It was like I said, jujitsu. Yeah, but definitely. I know I can incorporate that in MMA. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm just strictly jujitsu. Like, I, that's my huge focus. I mm-hmm. want to get to the black belt level and really mm-hmm. compete at, you know, a lot of different events, professional events. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, so that's my goal right now. I am going to do it as long as I can until, mm-hmm. like, I'm 100 years old, I hope, you know. It's a great. Willingly. It's a passion, yo. I don't yeah, think we ever love lose it. love for the passion. No. So, yeah, it's pretty much I, I see myself doing it for the rest of my life and maybe one day maybe um i'll open up a gym i don't know yet that's what well carthy that's we always want to get back to the next generation right (laughs) how important is that i would say it's very important i feel like jiu-jitsu teaches you a lot of life skills you Mm -hmm. know what i mean to to be humble to be open-minded to just be kind and just willing to help like you Mm -hmm. know and uh, being able to, if you learn something, try to teach the other and never feel like you have to just beat up everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just important. I feel like even a lot of kids like that train at the gym, mm-hmm. they, they're like straight A students, honor roll. Like they have a lot of respect for their parents. Discipline um, too, I'm discipline. sure, right? Definitely. Yeah, and they're just so good, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, um, jujitsu is. Uh, like a beautiful thing and again a lot of things can happen for you a lot of changes can happen mm-hmm. for you. good things I, yeah positive changes yeah. right i think that's all about again that's what the universe that's all the universe at least for me yeah. i think i don't know if it caught karma or whatnot but yeah. i just try we're trying to do good things and put it out there i feel like i got that vibe from you mm-hmm. i think that's what we're similar at mm-hmm. we've just I take L's too, but I'm not here just to broadcast the negative shit. There's a lot of negative shit we had in our lives, yeah, but yeah. why broadcast that? Look what we're doing now. We're trying to make it. We're trying to, you know, I guess we're, we're trying to just show what our spirit's been going through, you know? And that's why I feel like with me, just I want to keep putting positive out there. I want to tell people to, if you grind your ass off mm-hmm. and you know this is, you put, you go all in on yourself, you could do crazy things, yeah, yo. I believe it. it. I think that's that's like the craziest thing like I've learned so far. I learned I didn't learn this either like at 20. It yeah. took me fucking 30 years to be like, "Yo, you could do this, my guy. Yeah. Why are you are you scared of success at all?" I think that's yeah. what the I go through personally yeah. like I'm scared to succeed yeah. like success is kind of scary to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
So I like, don't know. Probably like maybe when I get up there, like I have to keep a reputation or keep like a, like I, I like I just have to be there and I have to stay there. But mm-hmm. and I don't want to show anybody maybe my faults or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it just depends, you know, on, on what you're scared of. Exactly. Do you feel like you have to? Like, there's always somebody else trying to take your mm-hmm. spot. Do you feel like you have to maintain that spot? Is it competitive like that? Uh, no, I just well, some people can probably be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like, like I said, if you just kind of focus on yourself and and what you you know you want to do and how you're doing things, like I don't think that should be any of you know yeah. worry. I man, it's a worry for me. Yeah. Like I always say, someone's gonna take my spot yeah. one day, and that's okay because yeah. it's always that new young up and comer, especially in music. Yeah. Like well, someone's gonna take my spot, yeah. and that's fine. But yeah. I want to hold my spot as of long course. as I can. I want to keep putting my best foot forward. And just like you said, we never stop learning. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think DJing, podcasting, just life is all about learning and taking L's. Mm-hmm. Like last week, oh, man, you should have seen last week. I was always talking about this battery situation. Mm-hmm. I have these three cameras, yo, and it only came with four batteries. It was supposed <laughs> to go with six. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, am I going to have to stop the podcast? Actually, yeah. they're going pretty well right now. Good God. Good. <laughs> it, it's It's been, I've been just trying to roll with the punches, take the L's, and just try to make the best of them. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's like a virtue. I wish people would really, I think we have a lot of complainers in the world. We, yeah. we a lot of, hey, look at me. It's like pity, Thank you know? Them victims right that's crazy i think that's um and i'm not knocking anybody who does it but i just think if we learn how to you know we persevere Mm -hmm. and we just stay consistent and we just believe in ourselves i think we accomplish so much yeah Yeah, you gotta switch the you know switch (laughs) definitely you know because i i would think that way i was a victim you know like i'm because of my parents you know in the Mm -hmm. beginning you're young you're like why me you know like Mm -hmm. leave me alone (laughs) but no i just um you have to just take that and take it like a power you mm-hmm. know what i mean to to help you move forward um and get to where you want to go and your parents now what's the status on your parents now um well my dad passed away in uh, in september sorry so. to hear that no it's okay um um he, yeah and my mom she's still there we're trying to see what we can do but it's just been hard it's, it's, has a, it's so it's been an ongoing progress it's a whole yeah. on, ongoing process this whole time yeah it's been like 13 years see maybe. i'm so on see i'm, I'm not <laughs> i've never been really um what's the word i'm looking for i've never been aware of that like the process to even when you get deported or come back to the states i would imagine that's difficult right is that a difficult process to get them back over here or just to yeah. get her you know that that's that it is difficult because I don't even know where to start. Sometimes I have we already tried to start in certain places, but they never really worked. You know, mm-hmm. or sometimes it was just a lot of money. It took a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Everything, every application, literally every application was like a thousand dollars or like something. You know, it was always it was just always money. And I don't want to make that an excuse either. But I know there's a way. It's a reality though. Things yeah. we don't all have the money to do what we have exactly. to do. Definitely. Yeah, so that's just what we're kind of, you know, trying to do at the moment. Um, But we're just also thinking, like, if there's nothing that we can do, then we're going to try to do the best. Me and my sisters uh, try to do the best we can for our mom over there and whatever she needs, always bringing her groceries or giving her a little bit of help with whatever she needs. So, How often do you go back to, is she still in Mexicali? Yeah, she's still there. Um, I actually, you know, visited last weekend, so I... I before because I was in high school and I didn't really have nobody to take me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes I went out like went like a year or two not seeing them. Mm-hmm. 
but now I feel like I'm making it a goal to go every month or every other month because I know I get busy too, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I I want to make it a goal to be you know a part of my mom's life more. Oh, you know God, what I mean? I can imagine that, yo. You know, my dad passed away, and it's it's just been hard because like you know he always he always wanted to come back, and that's all he ever talked about, and he went through depression too because <laughs> he wanted to come back, and he just felt like he missed a lot of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like I didn't get you get to see you guys graduate, you know, teach you guys how to drive and. So much things we take for granted, yo. God damn it, that's crazy. So much, and it just makes you think like, I gotta do this now. If I if I if I want something, if I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it now. Mm -hmm. There's no waiting. It doesn't matter about the time. It doesn't matter about the money. You just have to try to do something. Definitely. Were you there with your pops when he passed away, or no? um, I actually visited. I visited him maybe like two weeks before he passed away. So it was hard for me because I just seen he was kind of like he went through a, like a big depression, right? Like yeah, definitely. I, what do you think? You know, uh, depression. Um, uh, before, and I just feel like a lot of things he did realize maybe that he took for granted. I feel like he knew that something was gonna happen, but I'm not sure, you mm-hmm. know. But I wasn't there. Um, I just got the phone call two weeks later that um, he passed away. Um, he had a heart attack. Yeah. Um, so that was hard, you know. I. I I was just like, I cannot believe it. And, and it broke my heart because all he wanted to do was come back. That's mm-hmm. all he wanted to do. And he wanted to be with us, his daughters. And he always said that. And, yeah, and, you know, just, it was just been hard. You no, know? definitely, dude. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, that's one, I don't know which one that was. Um, I would imagine, too, like, I don't know, not having closure. Is that yeah. something that's still kind of. Kind of. I, I think about it and sometimes I feel, um a little guilty I think because I feel like we could have done more but I try to tell myself no because we try to do the best we can even trying to take care of ourselves here mm-hmm. at such a young age you know mm-hmm. so I try not to to have that guilt either because you know why carry it you mm-hmm. know I know that I told him I loved him I cared for him and you know but I do feel guilty in a way that he didn't get to come back because mm-hmm. that's all he ever wanted to do that's tough, man. Yeah. And that's all. And I, I don't know if that's how you feel, but this is all because of policies that we have here in this country that yeah. even when I'm sure your parents were good law abiding citizens, they still ripped them apart from their families mm-hmm. and take them, I guess, back to where, you know, Mexico. Right. Yeah. Like, that's horrible. Like, why can't we make avenues for them to establish themselves back here? Yeah. If they have family yeah. here, if they have roots here, exactly. if they're law abiding citizens, yeah. they're only here to live this american dream like yeah. why aren't they able to i guess produce avenues for that i think i'm a big advocate for that there has to be ways to make it easier for yeah. people like your parents yeah there, there i'm sure there is a way like i don't know everything like the laws and everything that goes on but i i'm sure there is and i hope they start making new laws where people can actually stay you know i just feel like to me i just feel like they do that because like going back to human trafficking, I don't know why that's so big to me. No, definitely. Because it, I feel it's like it's a real thing. Yeah, they get separated, right? So I even think about like going back to veganism, right? The mother cow has a baby, mm-hmm. and every single time that baby's ripped away, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel that same way. So I feel like we need to try to help in that area. What area can I do for families to stay mm-hmm. together? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I'm sure there's a way, um, but that's where we have to speak up, mm-hmm. you know, and like, especially in the Hispanic group, I know we're really scared to speak up because oh we're scared, you know, because yeah. we don't want to be deported, you know, mm-hmm. but we need to also look into the laws. They can't just deport you like that. just because you say something, mm-hmm. you know what Definitely. I mean? So there's a process. So I, I just think that we shouldn't be scared to speak up, even how, if you are immigrant. <laughs> how long were your parents here for? 
Well, my dad was here since he was uh, 16 years old. Good God. So he grew up here. Yes, that's what I... And, and I don't know. I know some people are really hard, but, oh, you know, you got to get here the right way. Yeah. But if you've been here for 15, 20, 30, mm-hmm. 25 years, you have a family rooted here in this country. Mm-hmm. Why can't we help those people? Mm-hmm. Especially the law, by they're, they're contributing members of society, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why aren't there exceptions made? Why isn't there a process where, hey... You know, we know you're an immigrant here. Why can't we somehow? I could give you a friend. We're gonna give you this mm-hmm. this this time frame here to get it right. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe I'm so to say money is everything, but at discount rate, yeah. you should should be laws or a rebate somehow yeah. to help those. Like, why would you do? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. We should give honestly, let them stay and make them assist. Mm-hmm. And why not? What everybody like. There's so many people who are living off the fucking government anyway, who yeah. aren't who aren't contributing to society. Yeah. Um, I think that's heartbreaking, honestly. Yeah. I wish there was a solution. I wish I I was smart enough to tell you what yeah. a solution is. You know. Yeah. No, I I understand. It's it, it's just a lot. I guess that goes into it. You know, like you're just gonna have a lot of things. Always, always learning a lot of things. So I don't know. I don't even know where to start. To be honest, that's why I'm still having this issue because mm-hmm. I don't know and. Like another another thing, like money problems, not problems, but it's just trying to get to that goal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. But because we're, we'll we're I want, we all love being comfortable, but no, things take money. Yeah. Things take money, and and mm. we're not all blessed with it. We could work our asses off, but mm. there's some. I'm sure that's not uh <laughs> that's not a process that's cheap at all. That is a process yeah. that's gonna. It takes people's lifelines, yeah. takes their savings, takes everything they work for, and they still might not even get the job done. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, sure lawyers cost fucking a yeah. boatload, too. Or you miss one thing on the application, and oh they reject God. it, but you just pay, like, $1,000. Does that happen to you guys several no, times? No, it hasn't. It's just that we don't know how to really, like, you know, fill out the applications. Because yeah, a definitely. lot of the things are, like, what like what does this you know what does this mean so mm-hmm. we do need lawyers but then that takes money because you need lawyers to look at it just for a fucking consultation they're sucking they're blood sucking lawyers that's yeah. what they're called they're blood suckers so it's just like yeah so like i said i need to look into it again i just think we kind of stop but i just want to make sure that we can still do it you mm-hmm. know what i mean but cause she always talks about it my mom always brings it up and we hope you know that we can do it so mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe in the future, there's a lot of. I heard. I saw a video and it said that they were giving people like dot like legalization or green cards. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not sure, but I don't know. I haven't looked really into it, so I need to look more into it. So to get deep for a second, does that feel your feel your passion when you're out there on the mat? That kind of take you away from your reality, I guess yeah, you could say. I, I think that that was the biggest thing when when it all started. My parents were my why. My family was my why. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wanted to. I really wanted just to change. So I can kind of speak up for them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and like I said, speak up for others or, you know, like I said, other species that cannot do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that, I think our why is so important. Yeah. I think we need that fuel. Like what's going to fuel us in the morning? What's going to make us want to get up our asses out of bed exactly. and keep pushing to, like you said, we're pushing beyond our limits. Mm-hmm. We're tired. We're, we're worn out, but we need we there's a bigger prize here there's a bigger objective you know 
Yeah, you have to have a strong why. I had no idea that yeah. was your why, Barbara. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. sorry to hear that, though, my friend. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I couldn't imagine. You're strong for that. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's any positive. There's none, but you're a stronger woman yeah. now. Like, and you're still going to, I'm sure you're going to make, um, you're going to do whatever you can to try to fix that issue. Mm-hmm. If it is fixable, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important why we got to be really aware of what our government's doing. Exactly. And. <laughs> I don't really know. I guess we want to get to like Biden, Trump thing. I don't know where he stands on that. I'm not. I never had anybody in that situation, so I don't know. Yeah. Is, are you are you kind of like familiar with that? No. What he stands for? What this current? You know, I don't know. Before, I just don't look at. I don't pay attention to him, to be honest. Yeah. I just think it's like a big show. I feel like they put on a big show to distract us from the bigger picture and what's really going on. You know. Um, and like I said, like, it's just going back to control. They're trying to control us in every way, you know, giving us all this free money, which is not free. Um, We're going to repay that. Oh, yeah. yes, it's definitely. so crazy. <laughs> you know, going into our food system, you know, and spreading chemicals in the air. There's so much that goes into Even it. the hormones they put in these animals oh, is yeah. ridiculous, yeah. right? Yeah. They, they make them grow so fast, you mm-hmm. know, and so fast that their bodies are so big that their own legs break. Like, they can't even stand mm. yeah it's just like it's just so horrible no that's overall. that's that's disgusting yeah and that's what i'm saying that we eat that you know mm-hmm. and they eat all the chemicals and the hormones in that animal someone told me this like you have a stressed animal mm-hmm. and we're putting the stressed animal in our blood mm-hmm. like what how is that making us healthier you know making us more stressed yeah like that's <laughs> oh god that's crazy yeah. so you know so you put me on game on a lot of this I, <laughs> a lot of my friends are just hey we're going with the flow yeah. and things are just the way they are yeah. fucking happy to be alive yeah. you know and there's yeah there's consequences every action you know that you do is there's a consequence definitely you know I mean? so we need to really be aware of what we say uh what we do uh, how, how we do things purchases like you know what mm-hmm. i mean there's always someone going to be affected mm-hmm. i wasn't even telling everybody with the stimmy today <laughs> save that fucking money yo oh, yeah. save it it yeah. took us so took me so long to understand the art yeah. of saving the money mm-hmm. i think we, we we're so like we live in this era like everything's now 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 yeah. like no do you need to save you need to build up because yeah. not everything's going to come to you there's going to be an emergency sure. preparation mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. i think everything's prepping yeah you have to really yeah because they know how to get you they're going to be like there's sales at walmart you know <laughs> right? tvs and you know it's you, that's what i'm saying be aware mm-hmm. you know there's something happening and going on within our government now be aware of consumerism mm-hmm. you know what I mean? be aware of what's all the violent things that are happening you know mm-hmm. um yeah i just think that they put on a big show for us to be to be fighting with each other and that's not the way it should even be. the way society is kind of structured right now it's mm-hmm. I don't know if you've really been keeping track with this little Pepe Le Pew thing. Like, we're canceling these cartoons from fucking 50 years ago, but what about what we're seeing now for the kids? Oh, I saw a meme like that. Like, look, we, look what we're doing. Yeah. Like, why is that okay? Yeah. I, I like to be consistent. If we're yeah. going to say this person's bad for this, yeah. look what they're doing. We're enabling a yeah. lot of shit, you know? I think that they're making that normal for the younger generation. I think because there is a lot of pedophilia that goes on in government and in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So they're normalizing it for little kids to be okay with the next generation is going to be acceptable they're, exactly. they're, they're going to be really they're going to be raised with it and then yeah. i can see what we see <laughs> yeah and there's i think i don't know which state but there's laws that pass saying that uh, you can have like relationships with like up to like a 14 year old yeah, like definitely. if that's normal like no that's not normal but they're trying to make it normal mm-hmm. <laughs> for us to accept it but it's not okay so we we really need to protect ourselves.